Welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Talent. I'm your host, Joe Zer Jr., and with me, as always, is Ryan Greening. How are you doing? Doing well, Joe. Happy to be here. How are you? Doing pretty well. It was a pretty great weekend, actually. I don't know. Let's hear it. Oh, it's just racing at Shamrock. It was a light day. We got done, and then we... um. I watched the fights on the way home on my phone because they were on early, and we watched the main event at my house, Senior and I. And then there was still time enough left over to go see um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, right on. Now, I can't help but notice that in the Senior-Junior battle, Senior got the better of you. Yeah, we both drove like garbage. (laughs) Both of our vehicles are good, and we both just drove awful in the main. How do you guys find each other so much, so it's, often I don't in those know. races? I don't know. I don't know. Um, He totally destroyed me at the night race, but we'll talk about that in a bit. But, yeah, little non-RC stuff. If you want to see a good movie, dude, one, so I have levels. Like, not every movie I like isn't at a super high level. But this is, I'd say, maybe a half step below the Godfather, Godfathers 1 and 2 in Casino. Might be a half wow. st- It's that good. That's high praise. Yeah, it was shocking. And then Quentin Tarantino snuck in a couple things, like his foot fetish. <laughs> he always sneaks did, in his foot did, fetish in his movies, though. Did he have a quick uh, cameo of himself? He might have. There was a lot of um. There was a lot of. This isn't giving away anything, but there was a lot of um. Act actors as they acted in westerns. So he could have been makeuped up, and it was Luke Perry's last role. Really? Yeah, that was good. Cool. I didn't even know he was on there. Uh, Leo and Brad, they were they were on point. Yep. Uh, Lena Dunham played a filthy, insane, fat hippie, so not a far stretch for her. I don't think I'm familiar with her. Oh, man. You, she is a talentless hack that, um, without She's going, also unattractive. Oh, very unattractive. So, so what, what is Snagle she famous to- for? She's, you got to see it. She played the only role she could play. She's a disgusting human being, and she plays a disgusting human being in this movie. Well, good for her for getting paid for it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that's really... She, All I get are funny looks. and Yeah. She She wrote a crappy series that was on HBO for six seasons, and now she's a horrible human being. That's all she is. She all right. like she she got offended because she was at some pool party and Odell Beckham Jr., who is rumored to be gay, wasn't ogling her. She what? got offended by that. Okay. That's how this terrible person's mind works. Huh. You know, I mean <laughs> I don't. But anyway, sorry. 
uh, if I say the name Lena Dunham, I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant. <laughs> yeah, you're, you've been on a little bit of a rant, so. I could go farther, but I won't, because it, right. it gets dark down. I think it's a clear picture being painted of how you feel about her. I think you oh, it expressed get, it eloquently. Yeah, I can get darker, but I won't. So, I think I think the point's taken. Yeah. Uh couple quick house cleaning notes I wanted to cover. We are looking for sponsorship. Um so basically if you we have pretty good listenership in the RC world, if you think we'd be right for slinging our products, get a hold of me and on Facebook on the Ran Out of Talent page or my personal page. And we'll talk out a deal. Also, we've been... Every episode... I don't know about you, but I get a lot of PMs. And there's a lot of uh, corrections written down, which are fine. But, I mean, we're not perfect. Um, We can't cover everything. You know what I mean? Well, that and... We don't exactly have time for retractions either. Yeah, the only thing I'd like to retract is the Euros. Juan Carlo Canas didn't win. I forget who won, but it was a Kyosho, and it was really only because of the hard rain, and the rain stopped. Uh, It was uh, Ricardo Berton. Yes. I mean, he's a fantastic driver, but... I'm sure he is. That's still, not going to happen. I'm still in the position, though, that I really don't care what happens in Europe. Yeah, so. that's not going to happen have, I do have 110 Euro results. Yes, those were shocking. Just highlights. So we can go there for a second because that's all I have. All I know is who won. I know Angaro won two-wheel drive and Ronald Falk won four-wheel drive. The Angaro so, thing's a little Angaro shocking. Angaro can drive anything. Yes. I mean, there's something to that stick radio business. I wish I will. I mean, I'm I'm too old to change. How many days, days, a year do you think he drives a tenth scale two wheel drive? Less than ten. I'm gonna guess on a world's year. Less than twenty. I'm gonna guess twenty. On a Euro's year, less than ten. God, he's talented. I know it's frustrating. He doesn't run out. No. No. I mean, he's he's maybe 18 now. Maybe 18. Oop, I keep clicking on the... Keep clicking on my boom mic. Yeah, you sound like a submarine. Yeah. Um. So anyways, yeah, guys, we're not... We can't cover everything, and we do make mistakes. Sorry in advance. How about that? So, uh... Shamrock past couple weeks in the night race. I want to talk a little bit about the night race for a second, if that's cool. Dote on. So last week there was a night race, and the track, they have that new piece of AstroTurf down on the back straightaway. I don't believe it is the correct stuff because when it heats up, it gets greasy. I mean, greasy, greasy. And it's not getting better. I think it's almost getting worse. But Shamrock went backwards that day overall. Usually the track goes from slow to faster, and it gets better throughout the day, like it did yesterday. 
but it went backwards. It was fast. I mean, I got in the A heat with um, one of my lap times during practice, but it just kept getting slower and slower and slower, and it was getting looser and looser and looser. Like, I put the ball diff back in my car. Um, but it was still a fun event. Um, bunch of entries, bunch of guys from Iowa came. Um, it was, it was yeah, fun. It was, it was big. Yeah. It was a big, it was a big race. Yeah. So. Really good turnout. I was just bummed and we were perplexed why the track went in reverse. Of the way it normally Have you been goes. to an, a night race there before? No, but I heard... I thought that was kind of the case. Yeah. As the temp goes down... But the temp was maybe going... Maybe moisture comes in. Yep. The temp was going up when we started, and it was getting worse. Like, okay. We started practice at noon. I think we started qualifying at 4. And then... From what I heard, I didn't make the A, so I didn't get a race in total darkness. But when I I heard in the A main that that new piece of AstroTurf actually got good again because it cooled off and it stopped being greasy. Okay. So, I don't know. It was just an interesting night. I would definitely go again, though. Yeah, people are starting to put it on their calendar, I think. Yeah. It's a fun once-a-year deal. Didn't Al Smith race the night race? Yeah, he made the A, too. Yeah. He so went, we, we already talked about this a little bit, didn't we? No. We the last show? No, we didn't do the last show. Or Man, we didn't do means, last week. That means Al Smith has been running some 10th scale lately. Yeah. Mr. Anti-10th scale. He's anti-tent scale in the summer. Yeah, he talks a big game like he's not going to show up this winter. Right. No, he's going to... I mean, he went to Shamrock, and he basically had a dirt set up on his car, and he did very well with it. Yeah, well, he's never raced a carpet car at a carpet race. He's always just shown up with what he had. Right. Even when he was going to MMR all the time, back when he was racing like three, four times a week, when he was really putting in the work. Yeah. You know, trying to get from from novice to what he is now. Yeah. Um the thing is it's he has a standard B6.1 and that's the direction I point people to. Um Brian Abramson, Abrahamson, I probably butchering his last name. But yesterday he's just like I've had it with my Yokomo, I've had it, it's too edgy. I'm like, look drive my b6 for a few laps he goes boom sold and he bought one today at dollar cool uh, the standard b6 or the low z are the cars to have check him out buying a race kit at your local hobby store i like that yeah well dollars competitive i mean if if you haven't checked lately if you buy something off a main you now have to pay sales tax Ooh. So, that puts local hobby shops definitely back in the game, especially for those bigger purchases, because um, you're going to pay that 30 to $40 in sales tax no matter what you do now. That's awesome. I'm happy to hear that. You know, usually I wouldn't have that kind of reaction to a price going up, but yeah, yeah I'm pumped. 
yeah um i'm all for dollar it's a pain in the ass to get there for me to be honest but I'm, yeah me too oh well like you're three stoplights five minutes away i'm man my record Ooh. at making it there was just over 45 minutes and I was like, I think you were driving illegally, Joe. Uh, maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. So anyways, yeah. So I gave you some homework for this podcast. I asked, Remind me. I asked you to watch the history oh, of God. RC racing. This pile of shit that is getting praise all over the internet. Yeah, where are you seeing praise? Because I, I I saw it posted in RC Racing Group, a popular Facebook group that you yeah. and I are a part of. Right. Um, I saw it there, but so who's, who's well, pumping this thing up? It's been posted all over the place, and people are like, yeah, this is awesome, this is awesome. Yeah. So it's this nine-minute YouTube pile of vomit. No, it's actually like 20-some. Is it? Oh yeah, no, yeah, you're right. It's twenty-seven. It's like twenty-one minutes. I thought it was nine. It was twenty-one minutes. Yeah, I was, I was almost going to commit to nine, but when I clicked on play and saw that it was going to go for twenty, yeah, I was like, all right, I'll give this a two-minute trial period, and I did that, and I wasn't exactly pulled in with the overall production quality. Um, although I do applaud, you know, the the idea and the effort that was put in. It just uh, yeah. It's it, a great uh, idea. Yeah, it's a great idea. That's it's, something positive we can say about it. First off, if you're going to have a narrator, hire <laughs> somebody with energy and that's actually interested and that can read a script. That would help. That last part would help a lot. I've done a little bit of acting. It's harder than you think. Oh, I believe you. I I act like I'm happy to see you every time we cross paths. <laughs> you act like you're happy to do this podcast every other week. <laughs> I do enjoy this. Yeah, I do too. But she was monotoned, and it's like they did everything in one take. Right, right. If you're going to put in any kind of effort, sorry, you got to do a couple takes. You have to have excitement. I mean, do something. <laughs> yep. Yeah, do something. Yeah, it wasn't great. Um, for those that enjoyed it, I apologize. Uh, I don't. We just care. have we have we have different tastes on our entertainment, and, and it's not that I can't be uh, entertained by you know a, a lower level video put out about something RC. You know, I don't yeah. think. There's been some stuff put out there the last few years that isn't Hollywood quality, but you'll still enjoy yourself watching it. But this just isn't it. There is stuff that's Hollywood quality out of 5150 Productions. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's on a whole different level. Yeah, that stuff's awesome. Um, yeah, what was that one documentary done that was done with this the... This is not a toy. Yes. The, dude, I, I watched that back-to-back. -back. <laughs> it's good. It is good. There's some... Yeah. Some interesting people that you wonder why they picked them to to put them in the video, that, like the the hobby shop owner that's not really into RC cars anymore. 
the, it's like how the hell does that follow the narrative here here's well, this guy that's like yeah i don't really do this anymore he's but. showing every side he sh- i kind of get it but my question is why would he show that former kickboxing asshole that doesn't even have a car that takes a bus to the track <laughs> right and why won't he take his uh going back to the the store owner why won't he take his bluetooth device out is he that oh, busy ah, he can't he, he can't even take it out for the movie dude and it wasn't even a like a nice little one it was a big bulky bluetooth deal he's like nope sorry man if somebody calls me about some charge leads i gotta be able to take that <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah there's anyway. other things out there that are much more deserving of praise and much more worth your time. And the history of RC racing is not one of them. <laughs> and how much? It's not. How much stuff I'd, did I'd they skip over? I'd way rather watch. What's what's that guy's name? The the videos that you were trying to do for a little bit there, and then you got shut down. Oh, Bam Bam. Uh, that was. I would watch him any day. Yep, Electric Motor Week. Yeah, I I love. Dude, I mean, I was in a couple of those when I was a little kid, but he he kind of tried back in the day. He made it fun. He put energy into it, and he did the best he could. Yeah, you could you could sense the enthusiasm yeah. there, and that goes a long way. Oh, and it wasn't high quality at all. Not even for no. the early 90s it wasn't high quality, but it was fun. Yeah. Yeah, no, just... Just watch something better. Give the fifty-one fifty guys your view. <laughs> um, let's see what else. Do you want to? Let's see what we got. Do you want to go into your results? Do you have any? Sure. I don't. I don't have much. Uh, Do you have RCGP? Have, we ha- what's that? RCGP. Yeah. Yeah. That so, one's simple. <laughs> round five, and I be- correct me if I'm wrong. The first round of the weekend is when they do two sprints, right? Yep, I believe okay. two 10-minute. So the overall results from that, and I'm going to go with I believe are because it's, it's not very good finding the results information. No. it You know, they take you to basically a website that is maintained. They don't take you to – it's not like you're going to liverc.com and pumping out the official results. Right. And I'm sure that stuff exists somewhere, but I don't know what software they're using to run that series. So I can't find that. But anyway, following uh, their Facebook feed, it looks like Angaro wins again. Yep. Uh, Elliot Boots finished second, and Juan Carlo Canas in third. And then today, uh, it was same same deal. Angaro wins again. He hasn't lost yet. No. And Canass and Boots trade places. So Canass finishes second, Boots finishes third, and Ronafalk doesn't get a sniff of the podium all weekend. I have a question for you. Does JQ find somebody to replace Max Mort maybe next year? As on his official RCGP team? Yes. Not on I th- JQ I think he, team. I think, he finds, I think he finds somebody to replace himself as well. That won't be a bad idea. I mean, they're just... Max had one good run all weekend, and he said today during the 60-minute main, he ran out of fuel twice. 
dude, that's not acceptable. I mean, I get running out of fuel once, running out of fuel twice, dude. You and your pit guy aren't communicating properly. He might have had some kind of malfunction, too, that his car was pissing fuel, but... Right. There's a and po- I've never seen the I've never seen the kid run. I've never watched him run, so I I have no idea. You know how you can watch a guy yep. and you can even if he doesn't put in amazing results, you can sense some talent. Yep. Now I don't know if that potential is there with him or not. Maybe it is, and if it is, it seems like he needs to get himself rededicated. Right. You know, kind kind of have a coming to Jesus moment with his his well, RC. He's dedicated as hell though. Right well, now then, he's taking a year off of it because he, I, wherever he lives, he has to go spend a year or two in the army. But right now sure. he's taking a year off of everything, and it's RC only. Hmm. I believe within the next few years he'll make the top 25 list, but I don't believe he'll be a paid driver. That's my thought on it. Yeah, I, I would guess my very uneducated guess would I, would... I don't even think I'd put him on the top 25 list, but I'd put him as somebody that you you see in the results, you know, see in the A-main once in a while. Yeah, I mean... Hmm. That's about all I got for him. Yeah, he's... I've watched... A, um, I've seen clips of him driving, and he drives well. There's a lot of falling apart there. Hey, speaking of the top 25. Yeah. This is going off track a little bit, but did you notice that Mike Dolan wanted us to do a Minnesota top 10? Yeah, for and sure. And I don't know if you did it, but I won't touch that with a 10-foot pole, but I'll put it right back on Mike and I'll say, hey, give me your Minnesota top 10 and then you can deal with the backlash. Top 10 and racers? We'll all have fun talking about it. Yeah, the top 10 racers I'll, I'll in do Minnesota. It. I'll it do it when it's time questions. for listener questions. I'll do it for sure. All right. It, it's All right. off-road. You got it's one easy. cocked and loaded then. All right. Okay. Um, let's see what else do we got here. So RCGP, I tried watching it a few times, but the feed was really glitchy for me. That's uh, more than I did because I've completely lost interest, not in the series in general. I, I like the idea of it. There is... There's just nobody in it that I care about right now. I got you. So if this if this thing catches fire and some of the guys that I root for, I I wouldn't say that. All right, I'll take it back. It's not that I'm not interested in those guys. I don't have anybody to root for. Right, right. You know, I I like watching Angaro drive, but I'm not emotionally attached to him. You know, he's not my favorite guy. Yeah. So until one of my guys is doing it. I'm I'm probably not going to sit down for several hours of the weekend and devote that kind of time. Who would you like to see in the RCGP? Who? Um, ah, the obvious ones. You know, the the top US talent. Mayfield. Um, maybe maybe even get a younger guy up in there like uh like Cole Tollard. Yeah. Something like that. Somebody that I can attach a little bit of uh just I don't know, some personal excitement, too. I'd, I'd be super pumped to watch Cole Toller do good on a stage like that. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, so. I, I agree. A lot of those guys, it's kind of like, ah, I don't care. And hell, after after the way that Seth ran yeah. at Fuel Nats, I wouldn't mind seeing how many of those guys on that list he can beat. 
Right. I mean? Right. I mean, but the thing is, would who's gonna put down a six thousand dollar entry fee? Yeah. Well, you just asked me who I want to see. Yeah. But no, that's cool. We, sh- we should be seeing those other guys in the future. Right. Right. Uh, right. It's not that big of an ask of Associated to put something like this together. Well, one thing I like is if the company isn't a sponsor of RCGP or they don't pay a fee when they post results and it says like chassis, motor, et cetera, et cetera, if they haven't put money in the series, it just says RCGP. That type of thing. Like Angaro's car does not have team-associated stickers on it. Sure. I get it. But man, it's a, that's a little harsh. You gotta incentivize people putting some kind of investment in the series. I I just don't get it. Like I think we all want this to happen. Do we? I do. And I, I'm one of those people who I don't care if JQ's attached. There's some people every time something about the RCGP is posted. Oh, it's great, but JQ's attached. I mean, who cares? Yeah, make it yeah, happen. If it's, a good, if it's a good idea, who cares where it came from? Yeah. Do you want to see it happen? Yeah, I do. I I want to see I want to see Associated and Losi and whoever the hell else Techno whoever. I want to yep, see a definitely. South American round. Yeah. Why is that? Because there's some. Well, first, well. There's been two rounds in Europe, or, yeah, two in Europe and one in Asia. And I bl- one in the U.S. Take one of those Europe rounds, put it in, well, South America's tough because it's basically bribery trying to get over there. But it would be pretty sweet because they do have a yeah. lot of talent south south of the border, so, in, actually way south of the border. I mean, they're a great group of racers that would probably crush a lot of the guys from Europe. Sure. But they got to get that wild card spot. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, what else do you have for results? Anything else? Uh, I have up the buggy battle from Rick's Hobby Farm in nice. New Richmond, Wisconsin. Cool. Just went on yesterday, so... Without further ado, Sportsman Novice A Main. Top three are Vicky Spicer, Tiffany Nesbitt, and Chelsea Reigns. Those two gals are battling everywhere they go. All three of them are, even in the Nitro series, too. Right on. Yeah, I don't know anything about this Vicky Spicer gal. Haven't met her. Vicky usually races Nitro series only. Okay. She's. Do you know Rob Logan? Yes. That's uh, his basically wife right on yeah i I noticed that he was there and i thought wow rob logan doesn't race anything electric but apparently he has an e-buggy yeah yeah he does no which i didn't know vicky's an awesome chick all of them are awesome. yeah i like i like rob yeah um mini truggy top three mike nesbitt with the win ryan shalk second tim naif third nice look like uh Dave LaRue ran the fastest lap, but he only put six of them in, so that's not going to get it done. 
I wonder if he's doing what he was doing in the Nitro series. What he was doing was putting on truck tires on his four-wheel drive buggy and leaving the four-wheel drive buggy body on. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. He didn't make the podium, so I didn't see a picture of it. Yep, that's all right, though. We'll have to get a confirmation from our uh, our Facebook editing crew. Yeah, I'm sure. So Pro, <laughs> Pro 4 A-Main, uh, no surprise here. Sam Savakul wins that one. Pizza's done in second, a.k.a. Keith Low Voltage Vanderheide. So uh. he takes second place, local guy. And I have, I've never heard this name, Brian Papineau. I've never heard it either. But oh, awesome well, congrats for Congrats to Brian because he beat he beat out Ben Savakul, so yeah. that's a pretty good Pro Four driver right there that he beat to get on the podium. Okay. Four wheel drive buggy, uh, doubling up for his day. Sam Savakul finishing first. Ryan Smolik finishes second. Uh, he, he, I'm I'm used to watching him, you know, cartwheel into fences and yeah. break half of the parts on the car, so. For him to put it together and have a really good race, congrats to Ryan. You're on the podium. And Justin Forrest finished third in four-wheel drive buggy A-Main. That's 10th scale. And the Big Daddy, the main event for E-Buggy, E-Truggy, the home homebrew Dave LaRue, so the guy that takes care of most of the maintenance. And Mm -hmm. um, I guess you could call him the... I don't know if you'd call him the race director since it's usually Al Smith and in this case it was Ben Savakul on the mic. Right. Um, but yeah, you know, D- Dave's kind of the main guy there. He's he's the reason that everything is going as well as it is at uh, Rick's Hobby Farm. Well, anyway, good. Dave LaRue takes the win. Uh, Steve Nelson, your buddy, takes second. And Clayton Cartaluca rounds out the podium in third. That's awesome. And then... The reason for the name of the race, the the e buggy battle, so the the head to head motocross style start, all that came down and Dave Larue won that too. Oh, nice. But your buddy, your buddy Mike Nesbitt, he had a hell of a finish in both e buggy and the buggy battle. So he finished fifth in the main of e buggy and I think fourth in the buggy battle. Yeah. And he took out some heavy hitters to get there too. Mike's so. starting to get. So back in the day when Mike raced a TCHR, he was getting good, getting good, getting good, and then he ho- he got this girlfriend that was a dumb, crazy broad like we've all had, and then we never saw him pass TCHR. Then whatever, his life happens, and then he got together with Tiffany. They've been together for 10 years now. But Tiffany's like, yeah, race type situation. They make it a family deal, and Mike's taking it seriously again, and he's getting his feet under him again, and he's starting to put together results like he used to. So a lot of people yeah, it's don't... Good. A lot it's of good pe- to see. They're, yeah. they're a passionate couple about the, each other and RC, and it looks like they're making good friends uh, with the Reigns. Yeah, family. So they're having a lot of fun going RC car racing. For sure, for sure. Yeah, it it looked fun at Rick's. It's just, uh, I don't know, man. Um, if it was a dust bowl, I wouldn't have been able to handle it, to be honest. Sure. So, I mean, the track's always a little 
is always dusty, but I don't know. I don't know if they blew the track off or what. Do you have uh, any more results? That's it for results. So. Sorry to Tony Swenson. I don't have a random one for you this week. Yeah, that's a shame. You should see where Al Smith finished at Shamrock. That'll be the random one. Well, you go on something else, and I'll work on that. Okay. Um, a couple Kyosho notes. So since Zach Rogers left team manager for Kyosho America, there hasn't been anything there. Uh, I bet everybody on that team's been worried. I'll tell you what, there must be something about the 10 scale stuff on carpet because those UK guys love the Kyosho. I don't really. I, yeah, I don't get it, but whatever. But anyways, so Zach Rogers left, what was it, a month or two ago? And they did not have an immediate replacement. So they finally get Cody King. Kind of curious if he's up to that task right now. Yeah, it's... Uh I don't know. It's exciting news for him. Um, hopefully, you know, like a, a story of redemption a little bit for him. I hope so. Because... Chance to, to keep continue. You know, he's been building on, you know, whatever he's been doing the last year. You know, basically getting back into racing, having fun with it. Yes. Um, that's awesome. I just yeah. hope that this added responsibility doesn't doesn't crush him yeah yeah it's hard to hard to say i don't i don't follow the guy a lot so i I can't really say anything about you know his state of mind or yeah the his personality as of late he's a great guy follow him on social media or anything like that but um hopefully he's just trending upward um kind of a a tough wagon to hitch yourself to right now sure um they, but yeah, if he, you know, if he, if he does the job well and and puts on a good face for Kyosho, uh, even if they don't have the most up to date platform out there, they're they're still winning races. That you know they won the Euros. I don't count that. I know you don't. I know they I'm won. Just it, saying but... that their name is attached to decent results here and there. Um, yeah, good luck to them. Yeah, I'm. I met Cody King back, I believe it was 2010, at um, RCX Fest. He's the nicest dude you could ever meet. Cool. Uh, he got a, he ran into a drug problem. I mean, it happens to a lot of people. He went to rehab, got it taken care of. I'm hoping this keeps him out of trouble instead of get him back into trouble type situation. Sure. Well, it should keep him busy. I mean, I don't know if he was working or not, but, you know, people are... <laughs> I, I personally know what it's like to manage racers. I, I did it when I was at Fox, and you are constantly being contacted by racers of all different levels. You oh, know, right. the, this, the, the novice class amateurs all the way up to the professional guys, there is no... Um, privacy. There's no hiding mm-hmm. from your from your people. So you're you're constantly working at at different hours of the day. So yeah. should keep them busy. Right. 
Do you listen to, um, have you listened to the No Name Mercy podcast lately with um, some of the older legends on there? I haven't. I kind of tapered off. Dude, they don't make anything. Pro racers, like, maybe if you're the top of the top, you might make something. But let's say you're 6th through 10th, you're barely making anything. You're on the traveling team, you get free travel, and you might get a little bit of money, but it's not going to be anything to live off of. Sure. I've been, I mean, I'm hearing these guys talk about it, and it just sounds horrible. I don't know why, I don't know why you would go down the route of professional RC racer unless the top 15 were getting paid well. Right. Literally, it's the top five, or it falls off hard. Sure. Well, when you're when you're really passionate about something, especially when you're young, you stay pretty well blind to that side of things. Right. Coming from, um, I managed a lot of athletes in ATV racing. Oh wow! And there's maybe three guys making good money at that and by good money we're not talking about dirt bike money we're talking about you know your neighbor has a boat and he gets to go fishing on the weekend doing decent with money you know what i mean like you might be pulling in 60 to seventy thousand a year yeah better than that but not um not crushing it by any means you know they're not living in million dollar mansions and there's a whole host of hundreds and thousands of of amateur racers out there that are chasing that dream yep but it's it's just it's for the passion they're they're not chasing a paycheck yeah some i think there are some and i think they get almost close and then they fizzle out right so anyways so good luck to cody king and uh good luck answering questions about uh the new mp10t Oof. I, I don't have any questions because I, I didn't make it past the body. The body is horrible, but you know what? Oh my God, is that thing bad? That's why J Concepts, Pro Line, and Lead Finger Racing exist. Well, just don't, don't, don't sell your kit with a body. That could be if an option. If you don't want to make a body that's aesthetically pleasing to anybody ever, you know, don't do it. It's fine. Lots of companies, they're not even giving you wheels anymore. I'm probably going to buy one of these uh, TLR 22 5.0 Elite. Uh, I don't even even know what they call it. DC. I don't even yeah. know what it stands for, but I know it's the clay dirt car. edition. Okay, yep. dirt car. That's that's very technical. Um, that thing doesn't even come with wheels. No. But I'll still buy it, and I, I'd buy it if it didn't come with a body too. Right, right. Um, Especially since that body's basically the 4.0 body which came out three years ago now i gong the mic stand again i'm looking at seniors hot bodies lightning that he gave to joe three from like 2006 sure and that Kyosho the buggy? it's a it's a truggy version oh, okay and it looks similar to that mp10t it's just lame and bubbly. Yeah. 
Anyway, did, but, you, did you look at the did you look at the chassis at all? No, because it's gonna yeah, look. Yeah, so you didn't you didn't make it past it either. Then it's just gonna be the buggy with wider arms. I'm sure. Sure. Wider arms, taller shocks, taller shock towers. I mean, really though, nowadays, it it'll yeah, it's just a bigger version of the buggy. I'm sure. Okay. Is my guess. I didn't look at it. I should have probably looked at it. I just... Truggy is a tough one for me. I mean, but this is their first Truggy in like 10 years. Really? It's got to be. It has to be. You know, let me look it up because... Go to A-Main Hobbies because whenever A-Main Hobbies got it in stock is when it came out. That's how I find out how everything came out. Nitro. I was on Bikes Direct. I've been looking at stuff. I don't know. I need a road bike. Any suggestions? Don't ride a road bike. That would be my suggestion. I know. So, that old Haro I've been telling you about. Oh, is it gone? I think it might be gone. Yeah, it's gone. It's got to be at least nine years old. If not 10. Anyway, sure. I'll, it, it I'll came, take your word for it. It came out with the MP9. But anyways, uh, that old Haro mountain bike I've been riding, I've been averaging 15 miles an hour with it for 10 miles at a time. Sure. I want to go faster. Pedal harder. I am going as hard as I can. I mean, <laughs> well, not not really. So my max speed on it. You li- you live in you live in Elk River. You you've got one of the most challenging single track trail systems. I don't know exactly where you live, but I would say you're probably within ten ten minutes of yeah, hillside. Yeah, not far. Sure. Yeah, I. Why 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 don't you want a mountain bike? Because I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. I need well, there, there's a there's a rabbit hole waiting for you on the other end of a road bike, I promise you. So the way I look at a road bike is a side chick with no emotional attachment. Okay. If I get a mountain bike, that'll be like a side chick, but I'll want to maybe marry this side chick. Oh, that'd be horrible if you bought a bike and had fun on it, Joe. But then I'll start sticking money into it. Sure. It's literally cardio. That's why I'm doing it. Yeah. I know exactly what would happen if I went on to Hillside with that old-ass Haro. No, I, I wasn't I wasn't uh, suggesting that. No, I was but, suggesting an upgrade. But I would go on to Bikes Direct, and I would order a $1,200 bike. And then on that $1,200 bike, I'd stick like $3,000 damn dollars into it. Sure. That's what I would do. $1,200 road bike, I'm just going to pedal the piss out of it and... Okay, I'll I'll support you as long as you don't post any pictures of you in Lycra. I wear that for uh, no gi jiu-jitsu, the rash yep. guards. So let's let's keep it to the mat then. Yeah, the rash guards and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I won't. I won't. I just I need something faster. Sure, I can I identify with that. Yep. So and I ride. Like I said, it's just a quick cardio deal. Anyway, so yeah, off on a different tangent. Um, Loose Nuts crew took the wheel broker's driver stand. 
Oh, yeah? What are they doing with it? They are putting it at Heydays. Oh, cool. That's a good repurpose. Yeah. I'm still waiting. We're still waiting on everything. Things need to fall into place before I can say anything on this podcast. For anybody that doesn't know, uh, Wheel Brokers was a 10th scale outdoor RC track up in Pine City, Minnesota. Uh, ran by a really great nut guy named Jim. What was What's Jim's last name? Paulson. Jim Paulson. Um, and it was a fabulous place to race. We yeah. miss it. I miss it too. Um, the Sunday racing was kind of killer, but yeah. Sure. Yeah. We kind of talked about it, but there's that um, new TLR 22 5.0 Elite car yeah. coming out, and I love the advertising. Oh, man, they they nailed it, right? Like, they got so many people's attention. They put, what was right. that, a Novak Cyclone in it? Yes. They made, they they basically took the electronics out of one of Brian Kinwald's cars, put it in that car, yeah. Did a super heavy old school Brian Kinwald paint job, and that's it's, it. Looks it looks almost identical to the the tribute car. So we basically have one of the best ways to sell a car with the new Lozy, and one of the worst ways to sell a car with that new MP10T. <laughs> yeah. All coming yeah, but out to get back way. on the TLR. Um, really good looking unit man and uh you can say all you want about them copying a bunch of stuff uh from the b61 well if it's working and people love it yeah why wouldn't why wouldn't you right and for somebody like me that's got a little bit of an emotional attachment to losi because it's the brand that i really got into rc deep with Mm -hmm. I'm and I j- I just sold my 4.0 and all of my extras and all of that shit about a month ago, and there's a lot of stuff that would have worked on this car. Yeah. And I'll be damned if I'm not right now thinking about stripping down my four-wheel drive buggy, selling that off, and getting a two-wheel drive for this winter. And it, there's there's some other factors at play too. It, it sounds like some people you know who you are that I thought were going to be racing Mod Wheeler aren't as interested as they are anymore. Yep. So I might be looking at retreating back to the stock buggy class once again. Anyway, we got way off track. TLR 22 5.0 Elite DC. Looks right. Looks awesome. I'm going to start saving my pennies. I'm going to try to get a two-wheel drive again before uh, indoor season starts. I always tell people when they're looking to buy something or they're getting into two-wheel drive buggy, people have asked, what should I buy? I always say, Associated or Lozy. You know, that Yokomo, yeah, it's damn fast, but your tuning window's like an inch wide. Sure. Um, Same with the X-Ray, same with anything else. But with the Kyosho, or with the Lozy and the Associated, they're, it's more forgiving, and they're sure. plenty fast. Like yesterday, I'll tell you what. So I kept screwing up in qualifiers, so I was BQ. So I drove the uh, a brilliant B-Mate. I drove soft. I ain't overdrive it. I had fast laps. I was super consistent, except for the second to the last lap. I crashed like two or three times. 
Yeah, well, it looks like you shouldn't have been in the main because you were at least two and a half seconds faster than the next fastest lap. Yeah, my and car. You were, four, you were almost four seconds faster than Fritz, who finished second. So what were you doing in the B main, Joe? Crashing. It's it's 100% me, but that car is so good. The B6 is so good, and I can also say Anthony is doing very well with that damn Lozy. That Lozy is so good. He's got a 5.0? I believe so. Does? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. I, I can't. We're back to the old school days of Lozy and Associated, and everybody else has fallen to the side. Because maybe you could be, maybe you could have a faster hot lap with another car, but you're not going to be as consistent. And it's all about consistency. My car is easy to drive. I just, in the A main, I pushed. That was a big mistake. So, anyways, yeah, it's it's simple. Um, it's Oh, speaking of stock buggy, you see Chris Martin's new class for the 510? I did. Spec buggy. What do you think of that? It's cool. Um, I thought he was going to go a little different route with it. I thought it was going to be more of a a sportsman buggy class. Yep. So the only thing I'm worried about is I kind of want that class because it is going to be slower than stock buggy because that's a pretty slow motor right. that they're putting in there. Right. But a lot of people have it because a lot of people like spec 12th scale. Mm-hmm. And even if they don't, it's a cheap motor, so people won't be as apprehensive to pick one up. Um, like 50 bucks, I just don't, I don't want fast guys to get in there, you know, and it, they're allowed to, everything's wide open, but I'm calling you out right now. If you're an A main stock buggy driver from the 19 season, yeah. we're going to make fun of you for running spec buggy because the class is exactly what I want to happen to yep. get people eased into two wheel drive buggy driving. I think that should be a stock class and then he shouldn't have any other stock class. I think it should be. You think mod. it should just be mod? I, I yeah, do that, think that. That's that idea works, except for there's so many of us that go to multiple tracks, mm-hmm. and there's so many of us that go to both the 510 and to the toy box. Right, I do and too. We are, we are never gonna run mod at the toy box. No, no, no. I, that's the one place where it should be stock buggy only. If, and if the 510 was the only place in the area for us to run. 10 scale and a bunch of people were going to show up every single weekend I'd probably I'd probably agree with you because I enjoy driving a two wheel drive in mod form mm-hmm. more than I do stock I do too and, and that's not to say that I'm better at it I'm probably a little bit slower Yep. with a mod car overall but I have a ton of fun wheeling it um, I just don't see anybody following us because they don't you get so sick of flopping your car back and forth. You can do it for like a month, yeah, maybe a little bit longer, and then you finally get sick of touching your car too much. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that is true. But, um, yeah, I applaud him. I, I think it's a good idea. I think more places should hop on board with it. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, yeah, even if if we did something like that at the toy box, too. Yeah. So that guys could run their car, that car, at both places. Um, 
How yeah, much it's flo- awesome. How much I, floor do you think that I'm motor just, will I'm be worried, under? Oh, go a, ahead. I'm worried not enough people will jump on it. Yep. And B, if that's not one of my worries, it's I'm worried that guys that are way too fast for the class are going to be in it. I was my immediate reaction was like, oh, I'm going to get one of these motors and race it. That was my immediate reaction. But then I'm like, no, because that class is going to be for Joey when he's done with Sportsman. Right. Joey still has not. You know that this is our this is our opinion of it. All right. This isn't. Yeah. What Chris has envisioned for the class. The the class is wide open. If you want to run it, run it. But I'm I'm gonna make fun of you. Yeah. Well, not if I don't know. If I don't know you, I'm not gonna make fun of you. But if I know you, I'm gonna make fun of you. But like, yeah, Joey's got a few years left of sportsman. But yeah, he it'll be a great class for him to jump into. My question is, and this has been brought up to me, do you think that hobby wing? So that hobby wing is one second slower lap in 12, 12 scale than a regular. Uh, I think it'll be even slower because you won't get some of the jumps. Do you think it'll be slower or do you think it'll go the other way and it really won't have enough? Only for people that can't handle the full power of a stock buggy. Okay. For pe- for people that can actually drive a decently fast stock buggy, yep. yeah, this class is going to slow you down. Okay. Because I don't think that Chris is going to build his layouts to conform to that car specifically. So I think there's going to be jumps that you can't make with right, it. Right, right. Yeah, I, I could see that. Because uh, there's, there's a lot of times this year he tried to make a track where a stock buggy couldn't do a certain jump. Oh. And we all just, we constantly underestimate what good stock buggies can do. Mm-hmm. And so they end up clearing the triple or whatever it is, and that won't happen with that motor, which I was is a there, good thing. I was there from January on, and his last layout was my favorite to where he had that rhythm section section, that rhythm section, and you yep. could take it, depending on the vehicle you had, or the power you had, you could take that thing a couple different ways. Yep. I mean, that was fun with the mini truggy. Yeah, we had a blast there. That was yeah, the last part of the season was was awesome. I didn't want it to end. Yeah. All right. Should we uh get into listener questions or do you have anything else? Uh just a reminder to people and probably to you, I'm sure you're going, or maybe you are. Uh, Full Throttle Raceway, Foley, Minnesota. They have um, one of their series races coming up this Saturday, August 10th. So get out there and support that. Um, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Yeah, sure. But uh, uh, hopefully a lot of other people do. Yeah, I hope they do too. Sean has been putting on some awesome races this summer on some amazing looking tracks. Yeah. All right. Our uh, first question is from Aiden Burke from the Extra Lap RC podcast. I listen to his, uh, he's over in the UK. They okay. have so many tracks within fairly close distance, but I talked to him about it. And I'm like, yeah, I go to a track 90 miles away. And he's like, really? I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, that would take us all day to get there. It's like, well, the UK's way overpopulated you know what i mean 
so it's traffic right. constantly. Um, he asks, Shamrock is AstroTurf. What tires are you running? Darts. Ah. Some people like darts. I talked to Joey Carlson, who won yesterday. He was running darts, but... Is that is that the cactus? Oh, no. Is that what you're referring to as darts? What it, What is darts? Darts is, I believe, the new Schumacher tire. No, oh, okay. Let, let me see what he was running. He, Joey might have been running... Oh, no, Joey was running the cactus. Sorry, Joey was running the cactus... But he says he will not be running it next time. He's going to do mini pin ones. And that's what we run is yellow mini pin ones in the rear is what a lot of us prefer. And um, cut stager blue fronts. That is the go-to tire for most people. Some people are running some J-Con tire. I know people have tried Proline out there. Uh, the the reset tire is your mini pin one in yellow compound for sure we've tried the mini pin two yeah it's really crappy did you forget to feed your cat nope i'm sitting down did you forget to pet your cat yep all right yep i forgot to pet the cat and she's let me know about it it's been a busy weekend. I haven't been home too much. Um, I took my first liver shot kickboxing today. Ugh. Now I understand it. Are you, are you it. pissing blood? No, 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 no. Um, or is that kidneys? Kidneys, you piss iced tea, yeah. Okay. But no, what happens is it's a super sharp pain, and then your gas tank goes away. Totally. Like, you're fine, and then you take the liver shot, and then it's like you just went 15 rounds. Hmm. It's an unreal thing that I don't want to experience again. Anyways, yeah. Me yeah. either. So, oh, also, Aiden, we're also running on, it used to be one turf, but now it's two different kinds of turf. The, the pile on the back straightaway is really tall and greasy. So the back straightaway kind of sucks. And they added this weird 70s carpet in a couple of the sections. But that really is really good grip through there. So that's not an issue. Jason Chenard's wondering, when is Joe coming in the 510 to raise some street stock oval? Dude, I almost bought the street stock that Phil Jones was selling. But I've been super broke lately. Um... I need a car ready to run. I don't have time to put one together. Sure. When that you need somebody to host you. You need a you need to rent a ride. I don't even want to rent. I want a car that I can wrench on, bring home and wrench on, but to actually build one, paint a body, whatever. I I have everything. Oh, you would you would be the first guy in history that bought a brand new chassis and built it to run street stock. No, so. I would be. Nah, uh, you'd be pretty close. That. For the most part, that class is supposed to be something where you can buy an old two-wheel drive buggy yeah. chassis. I have a B4.2. Put a conversion kit on it and go racing. Yep, I have a B4.2 sitting here for that. I just, I'm just busy. 
I yeah. mean, people say they're busy. We're not oval racers. It's I like it. it. We don't have to keep apologizing for it. It's cool. I'm glad that that Chris is doing something this summer and they're having fun. And if you want my opinion on 510 oval racing, Jim Blunt is one of the coolest human beings I've ever met in my life. I'm a little biased because he's a family member. Yep. And I spent a ton of time traveling the country with him working for Fox. But uh, I'm his biggest fan. But sorry, Randy Johnson, I'm not going to do results. <laughs> um, I would do it. Uh, I've raced oval here and there back in the day at Lakeside. To be fair, I did that because the winner won money, and I won a couple of times. Sure. It was nice. And my my race season is in the winter, so the oval racing that I did in the past, and I probably will do some in the future, it's going to be down at Tees in Rochester right? on High Bite. Or Ogilvy. Uh, I'll be going to Tees. Okay. We can talk about that later. <laughs> Oh, that nothing against what? <laughs> have you seen their, their numbers? God, they got a ton of people racing there in the winter right. at the hobby farm. Yeah, those guys are killing it. Uh, it's just not my style of race, and I I was introduced to high bite, and now I can't go back. Okay, yep, yep. I get it. Uh, Bruce Saint Ives. On the topic of forty plus, why not limit? guys to only running that specific class to avoid adding too much time to the program if 10 guys leave nitro truck to run 40 plus that's one less heat of in nitro truck same story for buggy if you run 40 plus aren't you accepting you aren't wanting to compete with the younger racers morally Gosh, I, are you gonna have are you gonna have enough guys to run it then because there's a couple guys where if they can't run both, I feel like they're probably still going to run the main Truggy class. Morally, I agree with Bruce. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Financially speaking, it's terrible. That's 10 less entries. That's $50 less going to the series, and let's say, uh, let me do the math in my head, $100, let's say, less going to the, or, well, how is it less Wait. if those guys are racing, if they are racing the 40-plus class? No, I'm saying, so he's saying if they're racing 40-plus, those 10 guys should not be able to race regular truggy, let's say, is a class. Yeah. Well, that's 10 less entry fees because they're paying well, for each. They're racing a class that didn't exist. They're still racing one class on that day, though. They're still paying that entry fee. They're still paying the one entry fee. But now they're not yeah. paying the two entry fees. What two entry fees were they paying before, though, if, if 40 plus wasn't a class? So let's say they want to race two classes. Let's say they, they want to race 40 plus and they want to race regular. That's two entry fees in the pocket of the track and two entry fees in the pocket of the Nitro Series. But if we limit it, then it's only one sure so financially it's not a great idea but morally he is correct well to guys that would run nitro buggy and nitro truggy i would say you get to run say you want to run your truck in truggy 
and yep. then you want to run 40 plus, you got to run that with your buggy. I always thought 40 plus should be so buggy So they're racing only. two classes instead of three. Right. I thought 40 plus should be buggy instead of truggy. But some, but a lot of the older guys like truggy. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Randy Johnson. I think it would be. I think oh, it'd be ahead. cool for those guys. But the, the, the long and short of it is, you know, there's a lot of us out there that we we don't get to be front of the pack racers. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, and that's just that's just a reality of us going RC car racing. Some of us can't cut the mustard. Yeah. Myself included. Yeah, me too. So. Uh, when I let that go, knowing that I'm never going to beat Kyle Holmberg or Seth or any of those guys, when I let that go, I really started having fun. Race, have fun racing with your group of people. And also don't accept bullshit sponsorships. Um, <laughs> this one's from Randy Johnson. Um, 17.5 spec buggy class thoughts and um, do you think any stock guys will run it we kind of covered that yes I do think they'll run it and yes I will make fun of them nah just kidding I'm I'm going to support that class for sure I'm going to try to steer people yeah. towards it there's there's a lot of guys that, that grab a stock buggy because they see how much fun we're having with them because it's a freaking it's a great class to race, but they're not ready for it yet. Right, right. This spec buggy class is going to be awesome for them. Yeah, oval results from the 510. Yeah, we talked about that. <laughs> Jim Blunt rules. Yep. On the 40-plus, will that be just nitro or possibly e-buggy? Well, the MNRC has not discussed what we're going to do there, if we're going to do anything at all. I don't know. Um, if it's either e-buggy or nitro buggy or truggy, it should just be the one thing, I think. It should be one unified class. That's why I hate... I mean, you like the idea of the four-wheel open. I don't like it. I wish it was just mini truggy. But that's my opinion. Yeah, I, I think for its first year, it wouldn't have survived. If you only let people, or it, it might not have even taken off. You might be if right. If you only let people run that mini truggy. But yeah. I get you. Yeah. I just like things being uniformed. <laughs> okay. There's a reason we run classes. <laughs> um, Mike Dolan. Minnesota's top 10 off-road. It can be carpet, dirt, 10 scale, A scale, combine, or however you want to group it. Um, and they have to currently race at least once a month. Let's see who we have our site set on. So you said you're going to let me do this, right? Yeah, you're on your own. I'm not doing any partic I'm not doing any particular order. Um, we have Kyle Holmberg and Seth Van Dalen. They're obvious. We have Al Smith. We have Tony Sletton. Whoa, the rest of this is getting hard. <laughs> Kendall. Kendall, yes, Kendall. Um, so there's five. Here's the problem. Right there is where you can draw the line 
and now we get into the guys where on any given weekend some of these guys are really fast and some of them are a little bit faster than the other ones that's right sam so in a cool. weekend and a weekend after that it can be totally different yep i'll put sam sova cool at six and like i said no particular order uh Clay- clayton's in that conversation He's a very talented driver. Clayton, yes. So that's seven. Torot. Oh, yeah. That, I feel bad. I mean, I didn't even say that. He's, he's fast. He's basically carpet only, but he said carpet, whatever. He's fast everywhere, though. He, he is. He'll show up and race eighth scale, and he's going well. So You know what? I'm going to leave um, the last two open to interpretation. Oh, oh go ahead. This... I had Johnny. John Shore? No, well, yeah, him too. John Shore. But yep. uh, I'm having a brain fart right now. Johnny Joe. Oh, Weeda. John Weeda. But that's not off-road, and he hasn't raced once care. a month. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. He's still faster He's still faster than a few, uh, several of these guys that we already named. When he raced off-road, he was fast. Yeah. It's just he's. I don't. I don't care if they if they race once a month or not. I think that's a BS qualifier. Yep, but it was for off road. All right. Um, well, if you want it, if you want it to be somebody that races once a month, then it's got to be the uh, the Lake Superior Assassin. Um, uh, John Weed is his main competition. I'm having a brain Kevin fart Van again. Ert. The guy with the beautiful fro. Kevin Van Ert. Kevin Van Ert. He races every week. Yeah. There we go. He's See, no, this sure. is. You're right. This is where we muddy the waters because you got Kevin Vanner, you got Johnny Shore, you have Dave LaRue, you have a bunch of guys just in this group, just below the top yep. guys. Yep. We can put we can put Mike's kid in there too. He's, yeah. He's driving really fast. He's now. been making um, mains with that e buddy. I mean, we can't stop at ten, man. We're just gonna keep going. <laughs> uh, a- Andrew from MMR. Yeah. He's excellent. Um, Nate Nate Jorant? Yes, Nathan Jorant for sure. Yeah. I mean, Nate Jorant, he shows up and he makes an A, and a lot of the times he's in the top five. Yep. I mean, and the, the list is going to be biased. We're going to leave off some people that we don't really like. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> um, uh, who else? Come on. It's getting late. My, my brain's starting to switch off. It is. I'm having brain farts. You know, one of my old co-hosts left a wall post a few weeks back that we never got to for a question. Let's hit it. I'm trying to find it. Community. This is from Matthew Poster, a.k.a. we called him Rusty Shackelford. It's not RC car related, but it is RC related. In 1898, Tesla demonstrated a radio-controlled boat. Is this the first to first RC controlled vehicle? I think that's what he meant. If not, what was the first RC Damn. vehicle of any kind? Thought maybe it'd be an interesting question, and he goes, "And no, I ain't been drinking." <laughs> Just smoking weed? No, he doesn't do that. He's um truck driver situation. Ah, 
Yep, I feel him. He normally drinks, so he might have been drinking. So, I'm going to say that Tesla thing had to be the very first. Sure. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I have no idea. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's way above our pay grade. We talk shit about Minnesota racing. (laughs) No doubt. Um. Speaking of, how's the new job going? Very cool. Yeah, I landed an apprenticeship uh, for crane operating. Got hired with a local crane outfit down in Rosemont. Um, it's cool. It's it's like, uh, I don't know, it's like being the new kid. Or it's like yeah. going to your first day of school. You know, I'm a, I'm a clean slate. I'm learning shit every day. Cool. Um, yeah, super fun. Definitely, um, it's cool. It's it's scary. Like cranes do some wild shit that oh, yeah. wouldn't think should be or could be done. Um, so yeah, it, um, I'm kind of following a family path. My my uncle retired from it. My grandfather uh, operated many different types of heavy equipment, and I got the final little push that I needed uh, when I befriended. Um, Holy crap, I'm having brain farts all over. When I got to be friends with Connor Ehlers oh, yeah. uh, this winter, he gave me the kind of the final push. He's like, Yeah, you gotta you gotta get out of Pepsi, man. Like it's it's ruining you. And he was right. For and sure. a lot of other people saw it too. Obviously yeah. my wife more than anybody yep. um was pushing me to find and she's been pushing me for a long time to to find something else that that I'd be better at and happier at so yeah it's great awesome thanks for asking yeah no uh will you be able to uh race weekends yeah <laughs> i don't know that, that, that's so far off um have you had I'm, weekends off so laid, far when i am laid off when i when I, there will be times of layoff because it's construction yep so it's it's inevitable um the the training school doesn't go on the weekends so on layoff months yeah i'll be racing Sweet. Um, but otherwise, I'm, I'll be really focused on getting up to their training center, taking all my crane classes, and, you know, working on that path. But as far as um, leading up to that and the weeks that I am working, I know that they do work some Saturdays, but they have to they have to really start paying us on Saturday, and then they really got to pay us on Sunday. Right. So being a bottom guy on the totem pole, I'll think that they'll want to – shy away from working me on the weekend compared to some guy that's been operating crane for 20 years and knows exactly what he's doing and is like a turnkey employee I got um you. i'm planning on it i mean i mean i'm not i'm i'm not gonna sell anything and well you're gonna have that new you know, lozy i might you will. I might but if i don't if i don't i will definitely still have a 10th scale truggy i'm Got to build a new one when Team Velocity comes out with theirs, their new one, their new sure. conversion. I was thinking about buying the X-Ray, to be honest. But I talked to Rod, and the VT-74 is going to have a few more parts. Specific, it won't be, it'll still have repurposed parts, but there will be more Team Velocity made parts specifically made for the Mini Truggy. Sure. So, 
I think that might be the route I'm going to go down. I could change my mind, but for sure, mini Truggy all the way. Yeah. I mean, it's a fun class. People people need I to agree. realize that. So, anyways, you, do you have anything else? I do. Um, and it was actually, it was on your list. It should have been on my list. Uh we're we're all bidding a fond farewell to Rob Love. Oh yeah, that's right. Rob Love moving back to Ohio. Going home. I don't blame him. It's no, not your, at all. Your would, home I is mean, your home. We're all, all we're all bummed that we're losing him, but we for, get it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he in a very short period of time he became my favorite part about going to Dollar Hobbies as far as the people that I was interacting with. Right, there. me too. He always was positive. Uh, we had... Yeah, he... Go ahead. No, please. Uh, you I knew him a lot say, better than I did, so... Well, not, I mean, the longest time I spent with him was at the Minnesota State Champs where we had dinner with him and uh, Anthony Swift, and they had Senior and I rolling, in the and Sadvig was there. <laughs> They had us rolling the whole time. He was yeah, I feel bad for those dudes that are close to him that are losing him, like Anthony, because yeah. Anthony's a great guy too. And those two guys, uh, when I started showing up at Dollar Hobbies and I was a you know brand new to on road, they they couldn't have been any more inviting, you know. Right, right. It 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 it's a great atmosphere over there and those guys have a lot to do with it so we're gonna miss him yeah we are but i'm sure he'll uh make his way to back to minnesota here or there for work and hopefully but apparently when he comes he's gonna have to borrow a race car because he's done is he done Do you believe him yeah yeah, is he no he says he needs to get (laughs) I, i read his whole post he's not done you never know. He's going to come back. Because there is, there is definitely life outside of RC cars. And once you step outside, you can kind of realize it. Um, I believe he stepped outside I, I before. Okay. I think and it he sucked has. him back in. Yeah. And Could he's happen. driving too damn well. I mean, ah, he could be done, but I, I, I don't know. You know, only he knows. My money knows. He might not even know. Time will tell. My money on is he's gonna get settled in and then go racing again. <laughs> but uh, at the end of it all, uh, Rob, we wish you the best and just a heartfelt thank you to um, to being so great to everybody yeah. around you in the RC community. We all really appreciate it, man. For sure, yeah, we're going to miss him. All right, we should uh, end it on that before I find anything else to rant about tonight. No doubt. All right, I'm Joe Zer Jr., and with me tonight was Ryan Greening, and we've ran out of talent. <laughs>